Hey, everybody. It's friend and fan of the podcast, Nia D'Amelio. I'd like to pop in and out on the main feed to provide my silly takes on current Beach Boys happenings, but for the last year or so, I've been hosting a show on the sale on Patreon called Unhinged, where I watch old and new Beach Boys concerts and give my review on them. If you're a listener of the show, you know I love ranking things and playing games, so recently I thought it would be fun to play a little game of Beach Boys This or That with my good friend and the Burkhart's frontman, Trevor Hodge. So to end your year, we're giving you a little preview of Unhinged by sharing that episode with you all. Wyatt, Will, and John will be back with more Sunflower episodes soon, but in the meantime, please enjoy my ramblings about America's band with special guest Trevor Hodge. Wyatt, hit my theme song, please. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Unhinged with Nia D'Amelio. I am Nia D'Amelio. And today we are doing something absolutely crazy, insane, something that I haven't even hinted at ever before. We have a guest on the show and we're going to play a game. Is this not the craziest thing that you've ever heard. Um, it's, of course, all Beach Boys focused. Um, and I will be sure to bring up some concerts, maybe uh, if there's time. But uh, I had this idea randomly. And I know that I said that I was going to talk about the Keeping the Summer Alive doc next, but that will have to wait because I'm too excited about this. So we're going to... Uh, talk to our guest and then play a little game. Um, and I hope that a lot of you know him. I bet you do. Um, because he and his band have kind of been taking our fandom by storm lately, especially if you are on the younger side of things and you're on social media. Um, these guys are everywhere and this guy is everywhere. And I'm so glad that we got to connect finally, after DMing back and forth for many months. Um, so I will stop bearing the lead and please welcome to Unhinged from the Burkharts, Trevor Hodge. How's it going? It's a pleasure to be here. I uh, usually don't get to talk Beach Boys with any of my friends because, you know, uh, you know, we're, we're weirdos for, you know, being being this <laughs> this deep on this band. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool to, you know, come on here and uh, be able to talk Beach Boys, you know, and play a little Beach Boys game. I love it. I'm so glad to give you the opportunity. Um, I know I like teased many moons ago that like we should do something together. And then I came up with the idea finally, but um, yeah. I'm so happy that you're here. Uh, where are you? Where are you calling in from? Um, I'm at my home in sunny Buffalo, New York. I always uh, joke that it's sunny Buffalo, New York, because the sun never shines here. It's very gray all the time. And it snows a lot, and uh, we we actually got some snow the other day, which is just very sad, you know. Uh, yes. So yeah, so I'm just in the uh, in the room adjacent to my little home studio, and um, you know I'm just, you know playing it by ear. I've got the sit on the couch, got the the, the AirPods in, and uh, hopefully <laughs> the audio sounds alright because I don't have a mic or anything set up. You're crushing. Uh, we'll find out later for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, if that's the case. Uh, so, okay, let's, I think that's a great place to start. You're in New York. 
in upstate yeah. New York. And um, I'm, I too am from a landlocked place, but fell in love with the Beach Boys in my hometown, Pittsburgh, from the first time that I saw them. So I'm curious, like your journey with, um, with the Beach Boys and then maybe how that has influenced your music. Right. Um, so, I mean, I, I grew up like a huge Beatles freak, like my parents were Beatles freaks and, uh, um, you know, I'm still a Beatles freak myself, you know, but, um, so that was always my, and I, I'd listened to the beach boys growing up as well, you know, just like here and there, but they were always kind of like the goofy surf guys, you know, um, you know, saying about cars and America and all that stuff. Um, and the Beatles were like the real, like my real obsession, um, all the way up and, you know, up through like, uh, but like eighth grade we had, um, our music teacher or our music, our music teacher had like a unit, the history of rock and roll. And I, I remember they were talking about like, like that we're in the sixties and uh, they're talking about how, you know, Brian Wilson of the beach boys, like went like insane or whatever. And, you know, and, <laughs> and, you know, and uh, he was trying to com- complete this project and it drove him mad or whatever. You know what I mean? And then I remember thinking like the, the surfing USA guy, like <laughs> what? <laughs> so I remember that kind of piqued my interest a little bit. So then I checked out Pet Sounds and then I didn't really get it at first. Um, you know, I, it, it was kind of, you know, for like 12 year old me or however old it was, it was kind of boring or whatever, you know. And then, um, you know, and then, I, and then in high school, I, I, I came back to it because um, I was kind of getting back, you know, back into like the 60s stuff a lot after I branched out. Um, and then, you know, I, I was like, I was driving to Rochester. Well, I'm from Buffalo and Rochester is about two hours away. I, I worked out there. Um, so I was on this long car ride. And like I put pets on, I was gonna try it again because I was, you know, I listened to the Beatles for the last three weeks straight. So I was like, let's try something new. And like the intro of "Wouldn't It Be Nice" is like playing, you know, and like the sun, like it's like just as the sun's coming up, and you know, then the the snare hits, and they're like, oh man, I just started like bawling. You know what I mean? It was just like, it was like, <laughs> oh, I, I get it now. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. like the sonically, you know what I mean? And then I I, I remember I couldn't put that album down for for weeks. You know what I mean? I just listened to Pet Sounds all day, every day. Um, and then I, you know, then I kind of was able to go back and kind of find appreciation in all the goofy, you know, surfing songs. And because, you know, like to me, lyrical content in music isn't really, you know, I, I don't really care about, you know, lyrical content or anything. It's more, it's more about like the, the sounds and like the melodies and the harmonies and stuff. And so like little silly little songs, like our, um, our car club, you know, it's about, uh, you know, car club with, you know, their jackets and all that, but the bridge there, like the jackets on wherever we cruise like that little melody that's just like oh that can that breaks me down too you know what i mean so i just so you know and ever since then you know they've had you know obviously if you listen to our music you can tell a very big influence on our music um and that's that's a thing where it's just like you know just i kind of wear my influences on my sleeves you know what i mean i i if i really love something i like to pay homage to it and um you know it's just, it's just a you know I I like to meet, make the music I want to hear kind of thing you know so if there's some Beach Boys song that isn't hasn't existed at, you know yeah and I can hear it in my head I'll try to write it you know what I mean yes so, yes yeah. absolutely I love I love that story and I I feel like many of us kind of our square one is Beatles and then yeah. like and then later we're like wait. It's the Beach Boys. Um, Because that that was that's true for me. Also, I was a huge Beatles fan first and then eventually found uh, the Beach Boys. So uh, totally relatable. Um, When did you so walk me through the history of the Burkharts? And then I is is your 
it's there's a family element to your band, right? I yeah, my brother and I are are in the band, and the rest of us are just kind of like lifelong friends. We've all been friends since we were like little kids. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so the name Burkharts comes because we had like this like kind of older guy living in our like in our hometown there, and we all played hockey growing up. So we had this local rink we would all play hockey at and stuff. And uh, you know he would he would always be hanging around the hockey rink. He was kind of He's a little, you know, he's a little, you know, he's a little out there. You know what I mean? So, but he always like <laughs> give us all these like sixties bands and, um, you know, like different like recommend different recommendations for like like movies and like just a bunch of really like very sixties uh, things to check out. Um, so that he played a really big influence on like our on our sound and our like ideals and stuff. So uh, we kind of we named the band after him after he passed away. Um, so. Yeah, so it was it was just, that's kind of like the the story how we got the name and everything and uh, but yeah my my brother and I uh, we started it together with with our friends there and it was the, the beginning of the band is hard to like kind of like pin down because like it started in 2018 but like there's been a lot of um, like not breakups or whatever but you know a lot of like kind of long periods of inactivity and um, only just this past like couple of years is when we kind of really started taking it serious and trying to make something of it you know. Um, so I mean, I'd say 2018 is about when we started, but we had like a totally different sound when we first started. We we, we wanted kind of a more contemporary indie sound, and and you know we were kind of pretending we were doing that. Like let's just make the music we wanna, you know, that we, we love. You know what I mean?
I wanted to ask you like a couple quick fire questions about the the Beach Boys, and then we can get into our game, and I'll explain it then. Um, it. Okay, so our so I just wanted to like prime because we've never had this discussion. So I have a lot of things for our game, but I might curate based on your answers to these questions. So you. just rapid fire, like. Do you have a favorite Beach Boys song? And if it's too hard to narrow down, like what's like what are three that are like your favorite? Um, well, I'm, I'm very boring. Wouldn't it be nice? It's still probably my favorite song of all time. I um, love that. But that's you know that's a song everybody knows. But I I, I, I got to say that's that's up there. And I got some like weirdo ones that are like um, I really love um, 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 um I can't think of it. Like oh, there's like different little pockets of like like you said like it's hard to even pick three. I, I think w- overall my favorite one would be Wouldn't It Be Nice. Then I like really weird stuff off friends like uh like be here in the morning. That's like another one that's like yeah. But I can't I don't know if I can make that number three. Like please let me wonder is probably number two. Um and then try to think of something for three. Mm, yeah, it's a, be here in the morning. Uh wouldn't it be nice? And uh please let me wonder is probably my my top three that I listen to the most. I love that. They're all kind of dreamy. <laughs> Yeah, um, I like the real, real wishy washy stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, that That's makes sense. Was, that makes sense. Yeah, the, the real tear drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and in terms of, I feel like I could guess this, but I want you to tell me. I don't want to guess. What's your favorite Beach Boys album? You know, it's, it's another one. It's like I feel wrong picking anything but Pet Sounds, but um, I listened to t- like today a lot too, though. I think yeah, like even. Side side two gets all the love, but like side one still it's like it's a rocker, you know what I mean? It's got oh everything. Oh my god. Yeah. Don't hurt my little sister. Yeah. Those twelve dance, strings dance, and dance. like Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's got it's got some good stuff, you know what I mean? It, it's those are probably my top two to listen to, I'd say. I love it. Um and never feel any shame not picking pet sounds. I infamously uh infamously <laughs> pet sounds is not in my top five Beach Boys album. So uh hey, you're no, in... it's not really you know it's not it's not you dislike it you know this is not like you know and i feel like Absolutely. it's like i feel like when i when i say pet songs my favorite album i feel like i'm like a beatles fan that's saying like yeah hey Jude's my favorite song you know but yeah. it's so hard to like <laughs> <laughs> yes totally there's so much going on that it feels wild just to boil it yeah. all down to pet sounds to me i totally get that and then um i i wanted to ask you who is your favorite Beach Boy. I feel like I could also guess this, but yeah, you tell me. I, I'm a I'm a Brian Stan. You know, I, I I I I model my whole my whole songwriting and everything off him and Paul McCartney. Everything you know, everything everything always comes back to Brian Wilson and Paul McCartney for me. So yeah, it's yes. gotta be Brian. I love it. Well, I I knew you were a Paul fan as well, um, and I am also a huge Paul McCartney fan, as I think you know. And I've yeah, said on the right. show before that I. I consider Paul McCartney to be the greatest musician who's ever lived, not Brian Wilson. So, um, yeah. so in good company, and I have some Paul McCartney throughout this. Um, so we'll get oh, we'll course. get to it. But so this this I love games. I love like ranking stuff. I love making hard choices. So I yeah. I thought maybe it would be fun to do like a Beach Boys this or that and. There, I explained to Trevor, there's no like winner. There are no points in this. It's just going to be like a fun 
discussion, but the only thing that we have to do is we like have to come to a consensus on what wins the this or that. And I feel like we like different things about the Beach Boys. We like different eras of the Beach Boys. So I feel like we're going to get into some some fights. Yes. Excellent. (laughs) Excellent fights. So I've broken this down into three categories, songs, albums, and then uh, events. And events is a very loose term um so you know we'll get there when we get there but uh depending on i have seriously like maybe like 20 this or that we'll just see how far we can get because this could be really easy and we'll breeze through them or it could be really hard and we could get through like three but i'll (laughs) i'll rotate through those categories so we always are talking about something right on our toes yes exactly so we will start out um Let's start out with songs because I feel like our first oh. album conversation will be our longest fight, to be honest. Um, okay. okay. Songs. This is basic. This or that. Okay. All right. Surf and Safari or Surf in USA. Okay. You want me to go first? All right. Yeah. Um, yeah go, go ahead. All if right. you have an idea, go for it. Give it a shot. Okay. I'm going to say Surf in USA because. I think uh, it's just a more more developed sound, you know, where like the harmonies are a little more tight, you know, the production's a little more thick, you know. Um, um, I'm trying to think. I, I, I like the 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 turnaround, like the the chorus there, the hook. That's just that's a very beautiful moment, you know. Um, Serpent Safari is great too because I think it has that young kind of like urgency, like like kind of like the, the, for the same reason I kind of lean towards the earlier Beatles stuff because it has that like you know a bunch of young guys trying to really make a name for themselves it has that kind of like urgency to it but i just kind of i i kind of lean more towards the surfing usa is more polished and a little more catchy kind of uh elements it has going on with it i love that a great a great thoughtful answer and now i'm thinking uh that i feel like i saw her standing there does have sort of a, a surfing safari energy i never really made that yeah. connection before yeah. but that's totally real all valid points, and I think I won't bury the lead. I think I'm going to agree with you that I prefer Surf in USA, but to play to play devil's advocate for what I think are like, I guess maybe Surfer Girl would also be in this category, but since it's a ballad, I was like, we're not doing that. I feel like these two <laughs> songs are like their most quintessential songs about surfing, and... Yeah. um surf and safari i every time i hear it i'm like i can't believe this song which like is effectively their first song like surfing it's not for me and i think we could all agree it's not up to up to snuff but like Mm -hmm. surf and safari it still sounds so fresh and i think that intro like that kind of hit let's go surfing now it is just like so exciting Um, and it's so remarkable to me that like it happened right at the beginning of their career. Um, but ultimately I agree with you. And for the same reasons, like the production on surf in USA, it's just a fuller sound. Um, and it is also like one of our first instances, if not the first instance of Brian taking something that someone else did, um, in this case, Chuck Berry and like, making it totally like beach boy fying it so it's 
important to the history. I agree. Surfing USA wins our competition here. For sure. Okay. Next, <laughs> we'll do our first album. And this is the first thing I wrote down um, that okay. we had to talk about because I know that I'm in the minority on this and I feel like mm-hmm. I know your answer. Um, but this is an album versus album matchup. And we have the Beach Boys Today versus Summer Days and Summer Nights. Um, okay. Do you want me to go first since you went first last time? Yeah, you could go for it. Okay. So I think I've gone on record as saying that I prefer Summer Days and Summer Nights to today. Um, and the reason for that is that is this is going to sound really dumb and simple, but I'll explain it. I love fun music. One of the reasons I love the Beach Boys is because so much of their discography is really fun. And I feel like Summer Days and Summer Nights is their most fun album. And also, it has so many hits on it. I think more well-known songs are on Summer Days and Summer Nights than are on today. And I think it just sounds a little bit more sophisticated than today. But I like in terms of the production, but I know that I am I seem to be in the minority on that. Um, But I I yeah, that's my pitch for summer days and summer nights. That's how I feel. Gotcha. Um, Yeah. In the the beginning, when you asked my favorite three albums, uh, I I, I sincerely overlooked uh, this album here because uh, that would have been my number three if I if I had been thinking. So yeah, the, when I when when you sent me the little the little uh, preview to this, yes, yeah, uh, <laughs> this was one of my ones where I was like, ah, it's like picking two of my favorite kids. You know what I mean? Um, I think, like I said, I think overall I give the edge. Um, well, man, I said today was number two, and I would have picked uh, summer days as number three. So I think I'll give the edge to today, but the production on summer days. Um, not only like like the element of having the fun songs on there, but like the production on there is like so like that's what I want to do. You know, like you know, like it's like right in my alley. Like all, a lot of bells, um, like you know, California Girls is like you know probably the most one of this. It's like up there with uh with wouldn't it be nice like with like the intro and everything. It's probably better a better intro than wouldn't it be nice. Um, just the instrumentation all over the all, all over the album is just so like pristine and beautiful. You know, um, uh, and and I'd say like even the goofy songs, like I'm bugged at my old man. That's like a lot of fun. Uh, I'll bust that out when we're at band practice and, you know, we'll just, we'll all sing it together. I'll be around the piano and it'll be a lot of fun just to, you know, so yeah, I, I hate to say it, but I did put my feet down and put my foot down in on today, the beginning of this. So I'll go today just because of the, the second side, like the run there of all those really, really, really uh, beautiful songs. Um, that, that gives it the slight edge to me, but yeah, no, it, it's really, it really pains me to have to pick. <laughs> between the two i get it i get it and ultimately i will concede to today because i feel like like i said that is the majority opinion um so you can take this one beach boys today oh, can just... win um i and it's not to say that i dislike the beach boys today i love mm. it listen to it often um right. i i do listen to summer days summer nights more but especially when i'm in kind of like a reflective mood 
I put mm. on today. And also I do feel like today has a more cohesive sound than summer days and summer nights. So pros and cons today will win. Fine. They're Whatever. both, they're both amazing. Elves, you know, I think <laughs> a lot of people talk about like the lo-fi trilogy, you know, I think if you take out party, I think like today, summer days and pet sounds is kind of his own little trilogy of like that, totally. this, you know, very, uh, you know, like very just pretty production. You know what I mean? That's like Brian was in his prime there, you know, couldn't agree more. Could not agree more. Um, so real. Okay. We're going to move to the events category and we're sort of all oh, over the place here. Um, <laughs> I guess we'll just go with the first thing on, on the list. Um, and then I think we're going to hop around. Uh, okay. so this is because we're doing, we're on unhinged and I talk about live performances often. I thought that I should throw at least one concert question in here. And, yeah. um, this this will be well i'll just say what it is the matchup here is the infamous uh maybe not infamous just famous uh <laughs> tammy show in on which the beach boys played among many other incredible artists of the time in the early mid 60s um so would you rather be at the tammy show or the first Beach Boys 4th of July concert on the mall in Washington, D.C. So this is like sort of a sneaky way of asking like early 60s Beach Boys or like 80s Legacy Act Beach Boys. But mm -hmm. Tammy's show versus first 4th of July concert on the mall. Okay, for a, me, yeah, the 60s Beach Boys are just kind of like, you know, that's like when I think of the Beach Boys, I think of like them in their prime and, you know, kind of on top of the world. Um and the set list on that on that Tammy show is so great. Like it's got Dance Dance Dance, Surfer Girl. Uh, I think there's they do a, a crazy version of Surfing USA on that. Like the harmonies are just like juiced way up. Um, <laughs> and then uh, there's what's the fourth song? It's four songs, right? Um, Dance yeah. Dance Dance. I'm I'm not sure. Surfer Girl, Surfing USA, and then is I, I think I get around right. It's probably those four. I think I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. I believe it's I get around. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, that's what I'm gonna. Yes, I get around. Yeah, Surfing yeah, USA, yeah. I get around. Yeah. Surfer Girl, Dance, Dance, Dance. Gotcha. Yeah, that's just like, a, that's a crazy, that's like, that, that'd be insane to witness live. Um, and you got Mike doing his his his, uh, his dance moves and uh, <laughs> so the little, the little like, howls he do for the solos. That's like, that's like my favorite thing. You know, like, Ryan's having the time of his life. Um, and then like, the rest of the show is really cool. We got the Stones, uh, Jan and Dean are on there with their, like, their skateboard and stuff. Yes. Uh, ah, and then, then now uh, the '80s show was pretty pretty rocking too. Uh, was that was that the one where they um, were they like almost kicked? Like weren't they like they were trying to they were, they were like almost banned from it? If, and then they yes. got like, reversed like, or something. Yes, um, I think someone I I can't remember his ranking, but I think someone in the cabinet, like in Reagan's cabinet, was mm -hmm. basically kind of tried to pull a foot loose and was like, "Listen, rock and roll, you know, yeah, is banned yeah, from DC." From Right, but right. Reagan was a um, cool president, so he was like, "No." <laughs> yeah, um, man, I, I gotta go with a Tammy show for myself. Uh, I'm willing to concede though, because I'm not super emo uh, like passionate about it. But um, if if you're more, uh, you know, if you're more into the eighty eighty one, but to me, it just that'd be like my that'd be like my uh, what am I trying to say? Like, like if I can go back in time, that'd be one of the spots I'd pick for sure. 
I I agree with you. I'm taking Tammy's show <laughs> solely for the lineup. Like I I would love to see a giant Beach Boys show with like a billion other people. Um, especially mm-hmm. because my favorite Beach Boy is Carl Wilson, and I feel like he would not he would be majorly underplayed in the 60s compared to the 80s. Right. But 100%. this this lineup at the Tammy show. Chuck Berry, I'm looking at it. Chuck Berry, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, Marvin Gaye, Leslie Gore, Jan and Dean, the Beach Boys, the Supremes, James Brown, the Rolling Stones, among others. It's like, yeah, if you're not picking this, what is happening? Like, it's, I mean, this is like going to Woodstock. This is like going to the Monterey Pop Festival. Like, you had to be there. God, I would love to be at the Tammy show. Easy, easy peasy. Oh, yeah. That one wins hands down. And I love those songs, like you said, that the that the Beach Boys play. Um yeah, dance, 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 love would be just that'd be, that'd be that'd be something else, you know. Totally. Totally. Um, all right. Well, speaking of songs, let's go back to songs okay. um for a second. And we're gonna doodle around here from what's uh written. I wanna do um something. That's a little niche. We've talked about pet sounds before. So let's dive into pet sounds. And I always, my answer throughout my life for this question has changed. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see how you feel about the two instrumentals on pet sounds. Um, we've got let's go away for a while on side one. And then on side two, the title track <laughs> pet sounds, which <laughs> is uh, also an instrumental, but there's right. so much to talk about on Pet Sounds. Sometimes we don't, as as a group, talk about these two songs, and they're so different from each other. So I'm yeah. I'm putting them up against each other, and would love to know which one you gravitate toward more. Gotcha. Um, so I love both, obviously. Pet Sounds being probably my favorite favorite album of all time, um, and I really love Exotica music. Uh, you know, uh, you know, like, like the Calypso kind of. Uh, not Calypso, what am I trying to say? Like the, the exotic music. Um, so like, you like know, lounge music, like space yeah, age right. music. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, and I think pet sounds, the song really captures uh, like that. And I think it was originally written for James Bond, right? It was like run James run originally. Yes. Um, so that, that's, that's a really, really cool like sound to me. And I, I love the, you know, I love, you know, just like the, the sonics of it. And I, I think it's, I feel like, I read that it was supposed to be in a chase sequence. Like he, he Brian kind of wrote it with that in mind. I can't imagine it. I can't really imagine it as like a chase sequence song. You know, more as like a title track. Um, but overall, I think let's go away for a while. It's just like uh, a masterpiece. You know, it's, it's like, it's, uh, it's very, it's, it's very back rack, very, um, just very moving. You know, it's, I don't know. It, it's it's something where I when I li- like listen to it, I really like learn on piano or something. I'm like, how did how did he come up with this? You know. Um, yes. So I think over overall, I would lean that way um, towards "Let's Go Away for a While." But I love both of them. You know what I mean? Like like Pet sounds like a really cool song to me, and I, it doesn't. I think it gets a lot of flack because it's not. It's kind of a little goofy little fun number on like a very serious album. But uh, I think sonically it holds up with the rest of the album very well. You know. Hundred percent agree with you. I and I, my journey with these two songs is that I, I was a Pet Sounds skipper for many years, and I was like, "Let's go away for a while." Is gorgeous. Like if there's, 
I mean, this is so bold to say, but like if there's one song in the Beach Boys catalog that to me says beach, that to me feels like you're on the beach, it is yeah. this song. Of um, course, yeah. And also like maybe Diamond Head from Friends for similar reasons. Right. Um, but like this song is so like you're on the beach late at night, it's sunset, the wind is blowing. Like it's so, it's so beautiful. Um, and especially I love the ending with like the timpani and oh God. Yeah, yeah. I could go on and on, but in the last couple of years, I have like really grown to love pet sounds. And I would guess that I'd have to dig into the analytics for this, but I, I would guess that it's the song on pet sounds that I've listened to the most this year. Yeah. Um, and it's just, there's something about it that is just like, I hope this isn't a weird word to use. It's like naughty. It's like there's very like a noir, almost like like yeah. it's very like yeah, yeah. Very, like, yeah. Very, very like very like kind of like, you know like James Bond kind of you know like yes a little attitude to it you know yes totally and I think the movie specific the James Bond movie specifically that he got the idea from is a James Bond movie called Thunderball and some someone on YouTube I watched this like many moons ago but someone mm -hmm. on youtube like took the intro of thunderball and mm -hmm. put pet sounds underneath it so like just so, like a fantasy like this what it what it could have been <laughs> like if it yeah. was run james yeah. run so i'm actually gonna put up a little bit of a fight here and say pet sounds because it's i love it yeah. let's pick pet I'll sounds all day you know it's they like said it's they're both great songs and you know they, i could blindfold myself and throw a dart and whatever one it hits i'll you know i'll love you know <laughs> Yeah, it's just that like gets great. more interesting <laughs> as I get older, and I'm just like, oh yeah, because there's it that is. mystery element to it. Yeah, love it. No, I, I really, yeah, it's it's a great, great song. It's a love both songs, so I mean, there's no, there's no losing with any of these picks, really. You know, love it. No, oh, you're so right. <laughs> oh God, it's all good. Um, okay, let's move to albums. We've already mentioned one of these, and you mentioned them as a trio. This is our, this is our only trio. Uh this or that or that i guess um but i had to, we had to talk about this lo-fi trilogy uh smiley smile wild honey friends uh i feel like this will actually be pretty easy to pick but um let's let's put them up against each other i will i will uh start the discussion cool. here um it's friends for me it's it's in my top 5 beach boys albums uh mm -hmm. busy doing nothing is in my top five beach boys songs it's so song. cohesive mm -hmm. i think that um the harmonies on friends are potentially like the best harmonies that the beach boys have ever done like oh, yeah. the outro of little bird um the harmonies on the end of little bird is just like i listen to that acapella track on whatever it's on uh yeah, wake the world or you know whatever like box set thing it's on. Yeah, like um, the the eighteen or something. Yes, right? yeah, yes. Um, and I think if I were ranking the three of them, it would go in reverse order. So it'd be friends, wild honey, smiley smile. Um, the highs on smiley smile are very high, and heroes and villains is my favorite Beach Boys song. So mm -hmm. that's you know something. But the lows are low. Um, and then Wild Honey just kind of like is great, but it sounds so different than any other Beach Boys song uh, album that to me it's 
maybe a little too obscure. I love all three, but this is yeah. Friends for me. I'd have to agree because, um, but then, but the thing with this trilogy is Friends is the one I really got into first. You know what I mean? That was the one I really kind of like. So, and I kind of like disregarded the other two. Um, the Smiley Smile, like in my early Beach Boys fandom and stuff, was always very like, like, oh, that, that's that's when, you know, that's when Brian gave up and didn't, you know. Yes. But then <laughs> listening to 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 Wyatt and um, Will and John talk about Smiley Smile, like. When that when that came out, I remember that yeah. completely got me into a smiley smile kick, and I was like, "Oh, this is actually like, this is actually really great." You know, um, I, I like, I, I think after listening to them talk about that album, um, I think I went through like like a period of like two weeks where I listened to Getting Hungry like five times a day. Yes, uh, I love yeah. Getting Hungry. Yes, yeah. and then like the harmonies on um, um, uh, Little Pad are just like that can bring me to a tear every time I listen to it too. And then Wild Honey was the same way. It was like. You know, because I, I was like a very religious listener of, of the podcast, you know, really. And then as, as soon as the smile episodes got done, I was like, oh, man, and like, that's kind of that's that's the peak, you know, like, and then um, <laughs> I was like, but, but yeah, I, I stayed faithful and I want to keep listening, you know, um, and then, you know, and then they do like the lo-fi trails. I already love Friends because I um, I just, you know, I discovered it before and everything. Then Smiley Smile and, and uh, Wild Honey, like I listened to those episodes and I was just like, wow, you know, and then now they're like in my in my rotation, you know. Yeah, um, absolutely. So. Yeah, no, I think uh, you know, Wild Honey has some really good moments. I'm, I'm a weird one. I think my favorite song on uh, Wild Honey is uh, "Here Comes the Night," which I think it kind of gets like it's kind of like low on a lot of people's lists. But I think like that's probably my favorite one. It's just like the piano tone on it, and like Brian's like kind of like thinned out voice on it, like the little head voice he uses. That's just like that's so cool to me. Like it was cool. Um, I listen. I also like that song. Mm-hmm. To say it's your favorite on Wild Honey is so brave. I love that you said that. Um, <laughs> I like it. That's crazy. I love it. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I think uh, Aren't You Glad's up there too. And that's kind of like the one that a lot of people gravitate towards. But yeah. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I got to give it to Friends overall. I think it's a more solid album. Like um, it's in a lo-fi trilogy, but it doesn't sound that lo-fi. It's pretty, it's pretty, pretty clean. Sound. It's pretty, pretty like, I'm going to, it's going to sound funny because the, the word full when they sing and being in the morning when they sing the word full, like yeah. that's like the fullest harmony they've ever done. You know what I mean? So I, it's probably on so purpose. True. It's, like, it's, it's so cool. I don't know that I'll go friends too. It's just a top five for me for sure. Yes. We are picking friends. I'm, I'm so in shock with an album <laughs> that has darling on it. You would pick here comes the night. I love that. Oh my god! Yeah, it's so brave. I'm, I'm, I love the. I love like the. Uh, you know when the Beach Boys get kind of soulful. You know what I mean? Like I know yeah. like, it's pretty soulful too. Um, but just something about like I don't know. It's just something about the 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 D two piano and you know Brian kind of like because he sounds so weird on that. I think they know they noted that on the podcast too. Like how you don't really notice it uh, until like you really think about it. Like how weird Brian really sounds. Like just two <laughs> years earlier, he's singing "Please Let Me Wonder" and he's got this very pretty full voice, and then. He's got this like little kind of you know just little head voice thing he does on on all of her wild honey and it's just like such a cool sound you know yeah yeah the the evolution of Brian Wilson's voice is a mystery we'll never solve like I, I mm-hmm. they were just talking about it on the most recent uh, episode about sunflower and how his yeah we could yeah, I mean we yeah. could go all day but yes it's right, it right, is right. so weird to hear that transition and there are some tracks that I had never heard before until they were played on the 
main feed that I was like, wow, you can really hear the transition here. Like he is in between two times. Um, so love that. Well, friends, (laughs) friends wins. And I think many beach boys fans would agree. Cause I know that friends is a top for many of us. Um, we will move on to the, to the events category and I'm going to bring up our first instance of Sir Paul McCartney. Oh boy. Um, and these are truly two events. They could not be more different. Um, I'm so willing to concede on this. <laughs> I don't know what I would pick. Um, but we've got Brian's 34th birthday party, of which, you know, Paul McCartney was an attendee, um, yep. among other people. But it's just a birthday party. Mm. Versus the legendary, is it true? I don't know. Uh, recording session of vegetables let's say Paul McCartney is in fact the chomper on that track. So, yes. So <laughs> would you rather be at the Paul McCartney vegetables recording session, or would you rather be at Brian's 34th birthday party where Paul McCartney just is? Gotcha. Um, once again, I'm going to be very boring. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fiend for all the 60s stuff. So um, <laughs> Brian and Paul in the studio together, it's like, that's just, that's like, it's like two, uh, you know, Two, two legends in you know in their in their like dojo like in their you know in their in their realm um yes i'll be there you know one's making the other chop on vegetables as percussion so <laughs> it's a little yes. out there but um no that would just be like that'd be that'd be a crazy you know just hearing them talk to each other would be really cool um in that yeah. time period any any time period would be sweet to hear them talk but you know in 67 or was six, six seven or 66 they were, they were on, i think six, seven by that point right i think so vegetables. Yeah, so just you know, hearing, hearing, uh, you know, Paul and Brian in like their respective peaks, almost, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, just just t- just talk and bounce ideas off each other, or, you know, talk about what they're working on. Paul showing them she's leaving home, and you know, like, all that, all that stuff would just be, I'd be, I'd be, you know, it'd be like an out of body experience, and it'd be crazy, you know. So I think I'll I'll pick that one, but it would be cool to hear hear them all play like God only knows together at Brian's thirty fourth birthday. Yeah. Um, but to me, it's just the the absolute like the event that it was in the '60s. There, you know, that makes that totally. gives that one the edge for me. I think I ultimately will probably stick with you and say the vegetables recording session. Also, I would just be I I would. It's really a question of like, what do I want? Because I would be two different people in those scenarios. In the recording mm-hmm. session, I would be absolutely silent, taking notes filming if i could just to watch yeah. the two of them work like i would give an arm and a leg just to watch either work and then like you said together is just yeah and everything yeah at the birthday party i would like ask a billion questions you know <laughs> like so i but ultimately i think it would be more rewarding to watch them in the studio so i'm gonna agree yeah. with you we're going no i didn't think about yeah, I didn't think about. I wouldn't really be hanging out with them in the studio, would I? I, I wouldn't really be their their peer. I'd be. I'd be. I'd be. Maybe you would know, be. Maybe I, I. I don't know. I. I don't know if I'd have the courage to be. Honestly, <laughs> like, now that you put it that way, but I just yeah. To me, it'd be it'd be worth it just to see it. You know what I mean? Totally, totally. I love I love vegetables. One of the first Beach Boys songs I really fell in love with. So yeah, yeah, easy. Um. All right, let's speaking of songs again. Let's hit um hmm. I have a couple more matchups. We're kind of in this era uh and I and I want some deep 
deep discussion about this. So let's do okay. it. Songs. Perhaps the two greatest songs ever written. Good okay. vibrations versus heroes and villains. Gotcha. Oof. I can kick um, this one off if you need yeah, time. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah. So I know I already said this. Heroes and Villains is my favorite Beach Boys song. However, if if you look at the stats, there's no song I've listened to more than Good Vibrations. So <laughs> this is even difficult for me. And I will say that like Heroes and Villains comes with a stipulation for me because I like the Smile Sessions version with the Cantina section and the right. not the singles. Uh, like all the all the bells and whistles that's like over five minutes long. That is my favorite Beach Boys song. But yeah. like that's not what the world had for a long time. So like the history of heroes and villains is so choppy. Um yeah. and good vibrations is so not. It's so intentional and it's like lightning in a bottle because like it can't be recreated. <laughs> Like it's right. just, oh, yeah. it is there. So like, even though Heroes and Villains is my favorite song, mm. I think I do have to pick Good Vibrations. I feel like, you. Um, yeah, that's like the like the that's like the sensible kind. Of, you know what I mean? Like you feel it's one of those like where you feel, feel weird if you don't pick it. Um, I feel that you know, I, with Heroes and Villains and, and Good Vibrations, I I don't know how to say this without cheapening it um so like i heard good vibrations all the time growing up I was always on the radio and all that stuff yeah. so by the time i got fully into the beach boys in, in my late teens or my in my teens you know um i was very you know i was very like not sick of the song because i love it it's one of my favorite songs of all time um but like i was very uh familiar with it you know what i mean it, was, it wasn't like yeah it's hard it's really hard for me to listen to it after hearing like how crazy the process was making it and being like wow you know what i mean because it's always i've always known the song you know totally but um but then upon reading about smile and finding out about like you know the the crazy smile sessions and everything um and then listening to heroes and villains like i was just totally you know i was floored like you know yeah. just you know like with, with the lyric content um you know kind of kind of mimicking what was going on in brian's head at the time um and then like you know just sonically all the cool little parts he has in there and stuff like i remember when i found that i was like in love you know it was like one of those songs i listened to over and over again Totally. Um, so much so that I actually have a, uh, I made a, a pocket symphony like uh, fan edit of Heroes and Villains. Um, oh, okay, I send my, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll send it over if you want. Yeah. No. So Heroes and Villains. Like when I found that, that was a very like you know eye opening experience, and um, I ended up making uh, like I said the fan edit of it with like just kind of like all like the the elements thrown together. Um, starts with like our prayer, and then goes into like the, the little the organ waltz and stuff. So I have like a kind of a deep connection with that song. Cause you know, I, I spent some time trying to put together the fan edit and everything. And yeah. when I found it, it kind of blew me away. So it's like, like I said, it's like picking between two children, but I think like the responsible choice here is definitely good vibrations. Cause it <laughs> changed music, you know? Yes. Yes. I like that. We essentially both like heroes and villains more, but are picking <laughs> good vibrations. Yeah, you I have can't to. do that to give vibrations, you know? I know. I know. <laughs> the Heroes and Villains was also my rabbit hole song. I My mom had Made in the USA, which was like their 80s compilation CD. Mm -hmm. um, it has a song on it called uh, 
Oh my God. Hold on. I know how it goes. Oh my God. What's it called? It goes, gotta get a ticket. Cause I really gotta go. There's a party going. Do you know the song at the rock and roll show? Baby, I'm get pretty bad ready it. if you. Oh, what is that mm. song? Oh, rock and roll to the rescue. God, I got oh, it. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> exclusively released on that compilation CD that I loved, but on that compilation CD was heroes and villains. And my mom, all, every time it came up, my mom was like, Oh, I don't like this one. And I loved yeah. it. And then I think also, you know, there was a little bit of that, like rebelling, like, Oh, I like it even yeah, more. Like, Cause my mom, yeah, my parents don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like I, it's so, it's so near and dear, but good vibrations. Yeah. The greatest production of all yeah. time. And for Brian to put all that work into it for us to not pick it. <laughs> I know. You put a, probably even more work in the heroes and villains. I'm thinking of it, all the crazy sessions and stuff. Totally. Totally. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's jump ahead in time and talk okay. about, talk about an era. We haven't really discussed yet. My favorite era of the beach boys, the mm. early seventies. Um, that the feel flows everything contained in the feel flows box set is my favorite time of the beach gotcha. boys and my two favorite beach boys albums are sunflower and surfs up in that order so i have them i have them matched up here and would love to hear what you think about this time in the beach boys catalog and it's also that's the time that we're we're in right now in the podcast so yeah um lots of thoughts swirling i'm sure yeah um so wait, so what's the, this is that Sunflower or Surf's Up, right? Sunflower or is Surf's it? Up, the albums. Gotcha. The albums. Um, I'll probably lean Sunflower um, just because of like the, like, like the hits on it and stuff are, uh, you know, you know, it's, it's still got kind of like the Surf's Up's like a lot more like dark, you know what I mean? It's um, so dark, yes. Yeah, I'm a very like happy music kind of like, well, I, I guess Pet Sounds isn't like, the happiest music ever, but um, just sonically, it's got like some happier stuff going on. Um, and like the like this is a weird thing too, but the aesthetic I know the surf up cover is like is like um iconic, but like the sunflower, like when I when I listen to it, like I see the album cover, you know what I mean? Yes. Um Um I, I I'll probably go sunflower in the end with it, but like like this whole world is like a masterpiece to me. Um oh my God. it's got like all I want to do, obviously, and you know, and forever and stuff. So Yeah. Um but then I, I love like fuel flows and I love like, you know. Uh, I love like the Surf's Up album too. It's like a, re- a really good like full listen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Surf's Up, I think, it really works as like an album. You know? Um, yeah. Student demonstration. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's always. Yeah, I mean, that's the song that knocks hmm. it down to the two spot for me for sure. Right. Um, right. I'd go Sunflower though. Ultimately, I'm going to go Sunflower too because it is my favorite Beach Boys <laughs> album. But I'll talk Surf's Up for a little bit because. I think that Surf's Up, in a weird way, sort of mirrors the Beach Boys today to me. Because I think the the uh, side two of Surf's Up is like art. It's like yeah. feel flows. And then I think it's into looking at tomorrow. And I then... So. I'm, yeah. And then uh, A Day in the Life of a Tree, which is the dumbest title for one of the most beautiful songs yeah of it's, all it's time a very powerful sad song you know what i mean like it's so yeah so sad you know? heart absolutely that is definitely the word it's heartbreaking um i'm a such a sucker for a tag <laughs> like an a tag outro and like day in the life of a 
tree and surfs up the song both have these like rounds that just mm-hmm. like they're my favorite thing and then i know everybody loves till i die i like that song oh, too yeah. but it's like it's a, yeah. of the three day in the life till i die surfs up it is my third favorite but i have a yeah. till i die tattoo so like i can't like it you know dislike it that much but yeah. um yeah. I just think that second half of Surf's Up is so incredible. And then the first half has, I like Don't Go Near the Water, Long Promise Road. I mean, oh my God. Like, it's just like, but then there, yeah, there's some clunkers. Whereas like Sunflower is this beautiful, cohesive, like, it's so, I think it's really cohesive, Mm -hmm. even though it, has like the most contributions from the most people of any other beach boys record. Yeah. Um, like, am I weird for being a really big Deirdre fan? (laughs) Like, no, that's that's tops. This is a pro Bruce show. I know everybody hates Bruce. I like (laughs) Bruce. I like everything Bruce has done. In fact, I'll throw Will and John under the bus quickly. Yesterday I was listening to the latest episode of the podcast screaming when they were talking about tears in the morning i know it's hokey (laughs) but i was like that's it's that's the that's why it's good like i just was i don't know they were like it's too hokey and i was like maybe you have to be a girl to like this song because like i love tears in the morning but yeah hokey hokey pretty music is like right at my alley you know what i mean i love like the you know yes all the the funny bruce songs you know like and then like you know like paul mccartney some of the 70s stuff is kind of like goofy like what john lennon would call like granny songs or like the, that's yes that's my that's my that's uh, near and dear to me you know what i mean me too yes yes <clears throat> absolutely like martha my dear is like one of my favorite Beatles oh, yeah. songs and then like oh, yeah. they're so i'm so into uh venus and mars right now by yeah. wings and there's so much weird yes we're i we're the same person For uh sure. sun sure. sunflower <laughs> is winning this matchup even though i wax poetic about surfs up but sunflower yeah, just a better overall yeah, both yeah, great albums. Got the, it's got the heavy hitters and it's got like a, you know, it's got, it's more, a little more cohesive. So I, I think, but you know, that's not taking anything away from Surf's Up, whereas Surf's Up is kind of like more like a, there's a couple, a couple ones that drag it down, but you know, it's, they're both great listens, you know, all the way through. Totally. <laughs> totally. I love it. We'll do another event and then we'll do the final questions in each category. Gotcha. So let me look at my, list of events okay i do want to talk about this this is sort of nuts um this is another like weird (laughs) i don't know where i came up with half this stuff Mm. um these are two sessions so this question is like which studio would you rather be in Mm -hmm. the fire sessions for smile or the cocaine sessions i think otherwise known as the bedroom tapes with just right. Brian, and Brian and right? Dennis, yes, right. in the late seventies. Um, like I know where you would rather be, but yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll give the <laughs> I'll give the boring answer. Um, I'm, like I said, smile, like the whole process of smile. Um, it's just like you know, it's it's up there for me. It's like it's one of the, the coolest like musical, um, like like stories ever. You know, uh, and then the, the fire tapes, uh, like the whole story behind that is. So like, almost like uh, if it wasn't documented, you know, and there wasn't there weren't eyewitnesses that like corroborated the story, I'd be like, no way, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. such a crazy, unbelievable story. Um, 
and like the, the little footage we have from it too is like just so cool to me you know everybody in the fire hats and brian just kind of looking like you know a wild man you know trying to, yeah. uh, so i don't know i i i i'd have to pick the you know <clears throat> the uh, cocaine says have some great songs that came out of it too like um um the name is, is failing right now is it oh lord yeah yes. okay yeah, so that, that that's really cool um a lot of the like the the later seventies stuff though, it kind of makes me sad though when I hear like the state of their of like Brian's and Dennis's like their voices, voices. like yeah. they just you know they just they lost something so beautiful. Which I mean, it, it in losing that kind of like youthful kind of voice they had, um, they gained like a really nice kind of like Randy Newman esque kind of like you know what I mean, croaky yeah. kind of soulful voice. So, I mean, they they did gain something there, but just to me, you know, um. The, the the fire sessions you know what i mean like the, the fire uh the fire tapes you know that's just like you know that's a, a huge moment in beach boys history so i think it'd be really cool to be there and see that and hopefully not suffocate with the the, the jade they're burning wherever they're burning in the studio yeah the bucket of wood <clears throat> um yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Ugh, you might have convinced me i was really gonna put up a fight for cocaine sessions but honestly it's just the last thing you said yeah. well but being such a, I, maybe I haven't made up my mind yet, because it mm-hmm. is such a an important turning point, like, you know, one of a handful of turning points in Brian Wilson's life that changed the trajectory of, you know, the entire band and music. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely the fire sessions. Um, but the cocaine stuff, I there's not a track on everything that I've heard that I dislike. Like yeah, it's, yeah, right. it's really interesting. <clears throat> and I love the seventies beach boys all through the seventies. I mean, they took so many turns uh, in the seventies, but I just find, I find that time. It is sad, like you said, but that time is yeah. so interesting. And yeah, very- yeah I just, those, all, all those piano songs and like, are just so pretty to me and you know they're all like very loopy like it's just these little fragments that have just almost yeah, yeah. like haunted they must have been haunting brian you know for like days right. years we don't know but like it's just and then something about like the poor sound quality of everything that i've listened to right. i don't know you know it makes me feel like i'm with ghosts <laughs> yeah, I, I, this is kind of changing gears a little bit, but it's still on like uh, like the the thank him demo that Brian recorded like in '63, like that. Mm. It's like the same same kind of vein, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, very haunting because the recording is so like just bad quality, but it's just it makes it more beautiful almost, you know? Yeah, so, no, yeah. I, I'd definitely be able to con- concede there um, because I think more came out of the cocaine sessions. Almost, you know, there's more more pretty things uh, here as opposed to um, you know one big song about fire. <laughs> yes. Yes. Shelf a little bit. Yes. Man, can we tie for this? Cause I, cause again, it, it's like a different experience. Like the fire sessions, I would just want to watch, I guess yeah, I would just want right. to watch the cocaine sessions too, but like the fire sessions is, ones, <laughs> what'd you say? You can sing along to the cocaine sessions though. That's, 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 yes. <laughs> I would, I could siren along in the fire sessions. Um, <laughs> Man, let's tie. Yeah, let's say we want to be both. (laughs) That's our one tie. Yeah. Okay, no more ties. (laughs) There we go. Okay. Out of the way. Okay. So this is our last round, and 
I two of them are gonna have to do with Paul McCartney. Um, okay, because that's just I feel like that's us. Um, and so songs, and really, this is just an excuse for me to talk about uh, one of these songs. But yes. uh, this is sort of a weird uh, matchup. But it's the Beach Boys' Little Saint Nick mm-hmm. versus Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time. As we enter the yeah. holiday season. Right, right. Do you want to kick this one off? Or do you think I would it? love to kick this one off. Yeah. Um, Wonderful Christmas Time is one of my favorite songs ever. It's It's not just a Christmas song to me. I listen to it year round. Um, I know, I think it's on Back to the Egg technically, but like it's also on versions of McCartney 2. And yeah, McCartney 2 to me, like I'm a person that loves temporary secretary. So, like, I feel like if you, yeah, like if you like, if you really like Paul McCartney, like I feel like that's kind of a line, you know, you're like, well, are you a fan of temporary secretary or not? Like that'll, you know, like, are you all in or no? Um, yeah, right. And I'm all in, obviously. But I, that era for Paul, he's doing like front parlor. This is all on McCartney too, but like front parlor and like uh, check my machine and yep. even some of the stuff on back to the egg, like arrow through me. It's just this like a really. I I don't know. And then it all like came together for wonderful Christmas time. Pete, I know people who hate this song and I don't I understand. Do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why yeah. I'll never get it. Um, it, to me, it's by a mile. Wonderful Christmas time. What do you yeah. think? Is it? Oh man. Well, um, <laughs> the fact that you've got it by a mile, I think we'll, we'll, we'll come to uh, wonderful <laughs> Christmas time, but little St. Nick, I will say, it's just like uh, it's just you know the harmonies on that song and like it, it, I don't know it, the way it's able to like sound like the summer and like Christmas table at the same time and you're just like really uh, it blows my mind you know I um, the Burkhart's actually made a cover of this song this hidden away deep in the vaults I'll, I'll send it your way if you want please uh, yes that, that, so that that was one of my favorite like little recording sessions we ever did was a um, little Saint Nick uh, uh, yeah no so like, oh, that song's really near and dear to me but. Again, wonderful Christmas time. I think I don't know why it's so. I, I think I know why it's so hated is because um, I think the instrumentation is just so weird and like annoying to some people. But I love like the wacky little. You know, I think if it was a a normal, you know, not normal because I'm trying to think of the word to say here. If it was like more traditional kind of uh, re- recording process to it, I, th- I think it would be a lot more love because I think the melody is beautiful. You know, I think um, you know, I think it's it's just a, a, a solid song. You know, what I mean, I think. Uh, I think the the Shins, there's a band called the Shins. Um, they they recorded a version of Wonderful Christmas Time, but they did it like in a Beach Boys kind of like '66 type type of style. Oh, it's got, like the sleigh bells and kind of like the beats more like, yeah. you know what I mean. So I think it's. Yes. Um, I'll I'll just show you that too because that that really like um, it's kind of like a really cool crossing of the worlds. Uh, yeah. or, you know, conjoining the worlds. Um, overall, I think like Wonderful Christmas Time. Yeah, man. I this is this is we one can, we can this pick little Saint I, Nick. This is a Beach well, Boys pod. Yeah, well this this we're we're all tie and the fact that you're <laughs> a mile one for Christmas time, I'll I'll concede it because I I'm I love both songs, you know. We will pick heart, you know? we will pick little Saint Nick. Um 
Because we have to, because this is about <laughs> the Beach Boys. So we'll pick Little St. Nick. Uh, the only thing, look, I, literally on my turntable right now is the Beach Boys mm-hmm. Christmas album. So like, yeah. I obviously I like it. My favorite Beach Boys Christmas song is Santa's Beard. Yeah, that one's really cool. I, um, I, I like that one a lot. Um, I just love I the harmonies in that one. Yeah, I really like, um, I think my favorite one, the name was always elude me. It's uh, um, Merry Christmas, baby. That's that's probably my oh. favorite one. It's, it's, I love that the little drum rhythm it has going on there, and yeah. like the, the refrain. And then the one that Al sings. Um, oh man, Chris, Christmas uh, Day on yeah, Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. That one's, yeah, yeah, that one's that one's that one's really that one's like one of my favorites too. I think I, I love all the originals on the album. But the covers, like the traditional covers, are cool too. But um, like the the first side, right? It's the first side that has all the originals on it. Yeah, that's like that's so cool. I mean, that's like you know, I, I listen to I listen to the album all all December. You know what I mean, it's yes, it's uh very very cool. Totally, or, I agree. Or we can make the the original version of Little Saint Nick, which became was it Drive In? Drive In, right? yes, <laughs> Drive In. Yes, I, I love Drive In. I think I found out about that through the podcast. Um, <laughs> or it was blown away, and I didn't know it actually existed. Like the recording, so they started playing the recording, and I was like just in tears, laughing because it was just so so you know. Because I, I knew both songs in their release forms, and then hearing them cross over <laughs> like that was just hilarious to me. It is, it is very funny. And sometimes when I listen to Drive In, I think about, I think about that often. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I the Beach Boys Christmas album is really good. It's, I think, well, that's not true. Uh, I was going <laughs> to say it's. I think it's the only Christmas album that I own, but that's not true because I'm a really big fan of Vince Garaldi. So I have yeah. a, you Phil know, is great one too. Yes, I've been meaning yes. to buy that. But it's always so expensive every time I go to the record yeah. store, um, yeah. which I guess is fair. But yeah, I think for the Beach Boys Christmas album as a whole, I I really like it. I think my favorite um, non-originals <laughs> are Frosty the Snowman and Santa Claus is Coming to Town. I think those are probably my favorite. And then I really do like Auld Lang Syne, but of course, Dennis talks over it, which is funny. But yeah. Hi. I think, yeah, <laughs> the arrangement's so pretty. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm always like, <laughs> I have to listen to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll go with Little Saint Nick. Please, I would love to hear, though, it, who, if you hate Wonderful Christmas Time, please reach out because <laughs> I want to <Yeah>. understand. <laughs> um, but yeah, ultimately, this is a show about the Beach Boys, so we'll pick Little Saint Nick. Um, <laughs> Okay, this is, uh, I feel like we might go back and forth here. Our final album question, we'll keep it in the 60s, we'll keep it in your sweet spot. Okay. Sort of an age-old question, I think many of us have asked ourselves this before. And it's kind of like the Good Vibrations Heroes and Villains conversation. Mm. Pet sounds or smile. Mm. Oof. Um, I, I think in the end I'll pick Pet Sounds, but there's some, for me, it's like Pet Sounds is like as a unit, just, you know, like just pure, like, um, you know, ecstasy the whole time. You're just like, it's just, you're listening to like, you know, the, the, the like the masterpiece of, of Brian Wilson, you know? And then um, when I listen to Smile, a lot of it is like, you know, there's like little fragments of things that are like, wow, that could have been so good, you know? Um, yeah. But then, but then there's like little moments where it's like, why didn't they record vocals here? You know, or like, uh, you know, um, or, or it's like, you know, like 
how, how they record like the first half of like a song and then like it, it transitions to something else and it's like i wish this would have been a full song you know like so um i think overall i gotta give it to pet songs just because it's, it's really it was released at the time it was kind of like you know the finalized vision um but there are like moments in, in smile there's like you know just absolutely the, the top to anything any musician's ever done you know like like the song wonderful is like probably one of the greatest songs ever written you know um, yeah so i don't know I, I overall i'd have to give it to, to pet sounds but uh you know smile is just you know it's it the the, the story around smile and like the kind of mystery around it is like what kind of boosts it for me you know i yeah. think if you were just to listen to it in a vacuum you probably wouldn't really you know appreciate it as much but now that we know as much as we do about the the process of making smile um it really kind of gives it like you know that 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 spirit you know yeah totally i think yeah i'll i'm gonna talk through this because i don't know my <laughs> answer maybe i'll come to an answer it's at tough. the end of my soliloquy my journey with the beach boys i love heroes and villains so that's that's the song I love. I go see them at their 50th reunion tour. I hear mm -hmm. I just wasn't made for these times for the first time. And was like, whoa, what's this? Yeah. And then shortly thereafter, that summer, I saw them May 12th. And I only remember that because it's my mom and my brother's birthday. Um, I saw them on May 12th. And then that summer... So just a couple months later, we were in Princeton, New Jersey, which has a really great big record store. Like if you have been to Princeton, I'm sure you've been to this record store. And mm -hmm. I was allowed to get stuff. And I got Pet Sounds on CD. But my first ever vinyl purchase was the Smile Sessions 2 LP That's wild. vinyl. That's a crazy first vinyl. Crazy first vinyl. And yeah. like, I've looked online, like just to, because I'm curious. I'm like, how much do these go for? And they go for like, like a lot like, of money. Yeah. Like, and I, you know, this was me. I was like 17. So like, this was just me being like, well, I really like heroes and villains. So like, I'll get this. And it was just at the right time. It had just right. come out like a year prior. Yeah, a so piece. yeah, totally. So it's, I played it the other day. It's, it's on my shelf over there. Um, and I, it was like my first, I was really getting into vinyl at that time so yeah. um i just that's like it's so weird because like those were my the first two things that i was like well this feels like the right place to start yeah. and smile for all of its craziness and all of its lyrics that are insane from van dyke <laughs> um to me is like just sonically a happier album and it's a little bit yeah. more fun. And yeah. I like, I know fans argue all the time, like about, you know, like, well, the track order really should be this. And like, I, I don't know any of that. I, I'm not, a, I, I've never <laughs> gone down that rabbit hole to me. Like what they put out in 2011 is what should be. I know people disagree with that, but I'm like, that's what it should be. Um, and pet sounds. I just like, I never, I like rarely play pet sounds. I have to be honest. Um, but when I do, 
it's for days. Like I'm in yeah. pet sounds for days. Right. It's got its own like a little like aura. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of the same way with pet sounds. Like I, <clears throat> but for me, it's cause it's so sacred to me that it's like, uh, I have to be like, I, I don't want to like cheapen it. I don't want to be like, Oh, I've heard this a million times. Like, I really have to like, kind of like, I want to listen to it, but I'm going to hold back until like, I really like need it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Totally. Um, no, I, I get what you're, what you're saying with smile too. Cause like, you know, I'm like I said, I'm not a, a big lyrics guy. So like, to me, the fact, um, Van Dyke's lyrics being weird kind of makes it cooler to me. Cause like, if I don't have to think about what's being said, if it's just like words that go with the sounds, like that's like, you know, that's, that's like where it's at for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, think, I think Brian would say the same. Yeah, um, no, it's just like, yeah. I don't know. I guess ultimately this, like the good vibrations choice, you know, like there's just so much going on with smile that like, if smile won this matchup, you know, people would have to be like, well, which version of smile are you talking about? Like there's just too much happening. So like, I guess the responsible thing to do to use your word (laughs) is to pick, to pick pet sounds. But man, if smile were an album, I think we'd all be singing a different tune. If like, if they had released it in 67, I think, I don't know how everyone would feel about pet sounds. (laughs) in comparison be the same i think i think if smile came out in 67 i think like we'd be like in a t- totally different like landscape right now um totally as far as like music goes you know i think uh but even even now here is just so uh it's so feel like it, it feels so it feels like a uh, contemporary album almost you know it feels so ahead of its time you yeah know, it came out you know well didn't come out but it was shelved like you know almost 60 years ago now <laughs> like yes it's yes. insane um, yeah yeah and no, like specifically the song surfs up a couple of years ago uh one of my friends was like i want to get into the beach boys like what should i listen to and i was like mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly like ask someone else because like i'm in too deep you know um, yeah, right, right. but i so i gave him some recommendations and i was like you have to listen to surfs up that's like the song um because i was like that is a song that I think is like still ahead of its time. Like I, yeah. I think that we still have not evolved enough as human beings with ears to like fully understand. Surf no, song. I agree. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm the same way. Like I, I, I hear that song and I'm just like, you know, like blown away. Like, like it's like, a, like another song, like sonically, it's just like the chord changes are like are really crazy. Like, um, I think I think he's playing like D minor with G in the bass, right? And then like he goes to G minor with D in the bass, and it's like doesn't sound like it should work, but it sounds so cool. Um, and then like yeah. when it changes the key into the into like the Dove Nested Towers part, um, yes. like the whole thing sonically is crazy. And then like, but the lyrics themselves, like you know, while they're pretty obscure, like they actually they paint like the you know the picture that the song, like, you know, that the yes. song like is a canvas. You know what I mean? Um, like yes. it. It's just, it's a perfect song, in my opinion. It's, it's so, uh, it's so like, it feels like alien almost, you know what I mean? Like you, you, yes. you listen to it and like you, I don't get it really myself, but it's just so beautiful that it's like, you know. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, we'll pick pet sounds, but I think we talked a it's lot a about one. smile enough, you know, to right. be like, to give it its, <laughs> what it deserves essentially. Right, right, right. Of course. Um, Yeah. Man, guys, if you haven't listened to Smile, I'm sure you have. <laughs> I doubt anybody <laughs> listening to this. Beach Boys podcast and you haven't listened to <laughs> yeah. Smile. Never really got into it. Could you imagine? Yeah. Oh my God. Um, okay. 
our final question, and we don't even have to come to a, we could, this could just be a discussion. I don't want to pick, um, but you're a great guy to have this conversation with. And I feel like it's Mm -hmm. always a fun cue to ask. Um, so simply the beach boys or the Beatles or the Beatles. Wow. Uh, it's like mom or dad, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's so hard. Um, um, I can start. I, you want me to start I, while you think? Sure. I, I, is this, will this, will the video from this be uh, released or is it just all audio? <laughs> it's just audio, just audio. but, okay, I, was but I can, I'll describe what you yeah. <laughs> show me. <laughs> I can, I can, I can, I can describe the picture if you'd like, uh, but you can go first, yes. obviously. Okay. Why, why it several years ago, like, maybe like four whole years ago in the podcast. I don't know when he said this, but it, I have echoed it to many people since then. The beach boys are my favorite. The Beatles are the best. Um, Yeah. There's, it's so like, I think as I've gotten older, like for me, the choice here is the beach boys. Um, I like their whole catalog. Uh, like I think a little more than I like the Beatles at this point in my life. And also there's just so much more of it. Um, but, and as I've gotten older, I've, I've realized that I really just like Paul McCartney, not to say that there aren't songs that John Lennon wrote or George Harrison wrote that I don't love. Like I really love across the universe. I love here comes the sun, something just like name a few of their, uh, contributions uh if i fell an early one from john yeah. but like i i just there i don't know there's the beach boys like mm, some of the stuff is really good and some of the stuff is really wacky but i like it all whereas like there are just some beatles songs i straight up don't like and like i'm not sure that i that I could say that even about a a student demonstration time, like, (laughs) you know, like there's just the, the lore behind it is enough for me to be like, that song's crazy. I love it. Like, I love that it exists. Um, so I'll, I will take the beach boys personally. Okay. I'm going to, first I'm going to describe my drawing. Yes. Describe your drawing mentally. So if you picture the beach boys timeline and the Beatles Mm -hmm. timeline running together as kind of a line graph, you know, Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got like, you know, 62 or 63 who are both bands kind of start out. Like mm-hmm. I'd say the Beatles are probably, you know, on top of their game slightly more than the beach boys were at that point. Then you get to 64 and then the past kind of merge. They're kind of like coexisting. Yes. And then at 65, they both kind of go up like, cause they're reaching new heights. Um, but the stuff that Brian's doing is like, you know, the Beatles are doing really cool stuff too, but they're, they're still kind of traditional. They're, they're breaking ground, obviously. Um, but Brian's just like, like an alien, you know what I mean? So yeah. 65, 66 with like, you know, especially with pet sounds like the beach boys hit their peak. And I, in my opinion, it's a higher peak than revolver and, and, uh, you know, like rubber soul, like those things. Um, then yes. 67 with smile, they're still kind of, you know, they're starting peppers comes out. So like the beach, the Beatles move up with the, the, the beach boys there. I think mm-hmm. smiles kind of operating on like a, a higher plane of resistance still. Uh, but then after that, after stuff kind of falls down, the Beatles are still kind of, you know, doing their thing. And the yeah. Beach Boys kind of, it's like a roller coaster. It starts going down. Um, yeah. I still love all the music from that time, but it's stuff that, like, I think you have to come to love. I think it's not like, you know, I mean, obviously, like the way yeah. 
the way the charts reflect, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, the Beatles were on top and I think the reason is, you know, they, they didn't, they stayed mainstream and stuff where the Beach Boys kind of became a little more like, you know, niche. You have to, you have to kind of like fall in love with the songs, whereas the Beatles just, they put something out and it's like, everybody loves this, of course, you know? Um, so, and, and so then, I don't know, I think, like I said, it's like they kind of run parallel. Then, like I think the Beach Boys kind of take the 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 rain, and then the Beatles kind of finish out on top. Yeah. Um, and I think the Beatles had the benefit of breaking up, like in their prime, almost you know, in '69, '70. Yes. You know, and you know, I know, I know, a lot of their early '70s work had like you know their solo work. They would have been Beatles songs would have been crazy still, you know. But um, I think they didn't have like the Beatles. I mean, the Beach Boys and the Rolling Stones. Like they're kind of like you know clunkers clunker clunker albums like from the 70s and stuff that they probably would have had if they'd stayed together um but i think i think i'm like opposite of you as far as like um with like the, the beach with, with the beach boys they, they came along to me like later on in, in my life um it, it, like so like there's always stuff i'm still discovering and like learning about and like falling in love with whereas the beatles like um yeah like i know we, we both started as real big beatles fans but i think just like for the beatles i love everything they do like I think Liam Gallagher said something like, uh, uh, like the Beatles could shit in my handbag and I would, you know what I mean? Like, yes. like <laughs> so that's kind of how, that's kind of how I am with the, with the Beatles. Like, it's just like everything. And, and to me, a lot of it too, is so it's a lot of it is so much more documented and there's so much more footage and like, there's so much other media like, um, around the Beatles that you can kind of delve into. Whereas the beach boys, like there's, there's so many things that I can't like, that I wish I could see that, that don't exist. You know, they never did yeah. like, I, they wouldn't be the type to do a movie, but you know, like they, there's, there's the Beatles movies that you can watch. And then there's like, um, you know, like there, there, there are tours like in the, like the, I think the eight days a week documentary came out and it was like documenting like their early, their, their first U S tour and stuff. Like there's just so many things that are documented with the Beatles. Um, whereas the beach boys, like it's confined to kind of just books and like hearsay and stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, Overall, I think like the Beach Boys definitely, their music has influenced me a lot more than the Beatles has, just like through my own music. Um, um, so I'd, I'd say the Beach Boys are kind of like, um, what am I trying to say? Like, like my, I, I discovered them like later on, so like I'm, I'm more infatuated infatuated with them, you know, and, and like I'm I'm in love with them, obviously. But like the Beatles mm-hmm. are kind of like my my rock steady that I've always like always loved, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Overall, I don't know if I can pick an actual answer, but that's but, okay. That's okay. Because on the Beach Boys podcast, the Beach Boys. <laughs> yes, I know exactly. That'll be our default answer. But like I said, mm-hmm. this one is just like more for more for a great discussion. And I absolutely a hundred percent agree with you on the um, that the Beatles' journey is finite really works for them and i i have said that to people before and have gotten some pushback um because i'm like that's part of why they're so good or that's like Mm -hmm. you know part of why you think they're so good like whoever i'm talking to is that like is that like there won't be any more so like it's it's really and i think that is also a contributing factor to why there's so much stuff about them because it's yeah. a really short period of time. It's like seven years, you know, like right. that they publish they were, music. Yeah. And they were on top, you know, the whole time. So it was like, you know, yeah. it, it's, you know, it, it's, I can't, I can't, it, nothing like that has ever happened in my lifetime. So I can't even compare it to anything, you know, like what Taylor Swift is doing right now, with like the, 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 the tours and stuff and like, yes. you know, people going crazy over that. That's like, 
the re-releases what the Beatles were you know what I mean? like that's like yes it's, so it's it's really hard to, to, to like for me to even understand how the the scale of how big the Beatles were back then it's just it's you know it blows my mind um you know I just think I think a lot of a lot of the reason people gravitate more towards the Beatles is because they're a little more accessible as far as the media surrounding them you know yeah totally yeah and like, I think you know like you and I both love Paul McCartney and I think he's the greatest songwriter of the 20th century like i think i think his songs are a lot more accessible to than brian's but like again it's just like how are you waking up that day like do you want to be you know like do you want to listen to Mm -hmm. something so like beautiful but like complicated and like really like get lost in a song or do you want to just like throw on band on the run and like yeah like another day (laughs) live you know yeah Yeah. so it's yeah it's an impossible question obviously we'll pick the beach boys just because this is a beach boys podcast but it's great i love i love talking beatles versus beach boys and i just think there's there's so much that goes into the question beyond just the songs and i'm glad that we talked about um a lot of a lot of those things. Yeah. Um, okay. So our winners just to recap very quickly in the surf and safari versus surf in USA. We picked surf in USA in the instrumentals. Let's go away for a while versus pet sounds. I convinced us to pick pet sounds as a song. Uh, good vibrations beat out heroes and villains for best song. And then little St. Nick beat out wonderful Christmas time, but please DM me if, you hate wonderful Christmas time. I really want to know. Beach Boys today won over summer days and summer nights. Sunflower beat Surfs Up. Friends uh, came out on top of the Lo-Fi trilogy. Pet Sounds beat Smile for album. Um, and then we would rather be at the Tammy show. We would rather be at the Vegetables recording session with Paul McCartney. We tied on fire sessions versus cocaine sessions, almost incomparable. And then the Beach Boys are better than the Beatles, but that one comes with an asterisk. Um, <laughs> amazing. That's and there were a lot more. And if you know, I don't know if you guys like this. Maybe we could do it again. But because um, uh, there's more stuff on my list. But <laughs> I think we. I feel really good about the things that we talked about. I feel good about our choices. How do you feel, Trevor? I feel like. Uh... In the beginning, we said there's there's a you know it's a win win, but I, th- I think it was a lose lose because I felt horrible having to having to <laughs> no. turn away some of my favorite things. You know, <laughs> it was a fun time, no. it was a fun time, but it was very it was very it was like pulling teeth, like ah, pet sounds over smile, or you know, fire I know, <laughs> I know, I know. And at the end of the day, it's like at least for me, like when I'm choosing something over something else, it is not a reflection on the thing that I have not chosen. Like all yeah, of this yeah, stuff yeah. I love. So yep. just know that in case, you know, people like uh, Wyatt want to paint me as a pet sounds hater, which isn't true. Had um, you win tails, I lose type of situation. There we bingo. go. Couldn't have said all it better right. myself. I, one of my favorite <laughs> songs on Serpent Safari. Great song. No, no joke. Um, well, <laughs> to wrap up, um, first of all, I want to say thank you for, for doing this and talking exactly. to me for such a long time. <laughs> it's been, it's been, it's been fun. I don't really get to talk about the beach boys ever. So it's been, uh, and I got to do a little Beatles talk too. So that was awesome. 
Hey, I, I know what you like. So <laughs> I tried to, I tried to do that. Um, yeah, me too. I love talking. I could talk for a whole day about this stuff. I love it so much. So I'm glad that we both got a little bit of what we wanted. Um, I, I did before, like, I ask you to like plug whatever you want to plug. And like, we truly wrap up. I did want to bring up this thing that you brought up to me last week or whenever we, right before I text DM'd you about this, you had Mm. responded to one of my stories about busy doing nothing, I think. Yeah. And you posited perhaps that some of the fans could get together and make, a Beach Boys covers album. Yeah, that'd be that'd be uh it's a dream of mine. Always you know, it's always been a dream to do like a tribute album to like Brian Wilson or like the Beach Boys or you know, as long as people don't already consider my music that <laughs> Yes. Uh, like, well, I think you Beach can I, album. both but, uh, things can be true. Um, yeah. um I think but, you know, I, Go ahead. Oh sorry, go ahead. I would say I think it'd be really it's a it'd be a dream of mine. And I know a lot of the people like in this scene, like you and Wyatt, and um, you know, like um, you know, a lot, a lot of people in this you know Beach Boys community, like our musicians as well. You know what I mean? So the capability is is there. You know, I think it's a great idea. I we're planting the seed here. That's why I brought it up. So because once you say it, you can't go back in the box. Um, now I know that you responded, like I said, to busy doing nothing. Do you, is that like, if you had to pick, I, cause I'm going to tell you the song that I'm, I would pick to do for this covers album. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had to pick one song that you wanted to cover, would that be it? Or would it be something else? Oh, I mean, wouldn't it be nice is my favorite song, but I don't think I can hit those notes consistently. Um, uh, you know, like, like the, the verses are very tough for me to sing. So I probably wouldn't want to do that in injustice you know i'd probably do please let me wonder because that's probably number two for me so um yeah i'd probably do please please let me wonder that's probably my my beach boys cover song i'd probably want to do i love it great choice cool stuff. yeah you might have to fight wyatt for it um oh it's why oh man i, I can't i can't step <laughs> on his shoes <laughs> i know the god his, his, his music that just came out was really really good Yes, Wyatt. Uh, yeah, we are recording this on uh, Saturday, November 4th. And I have to tell you, not only did Wyatt release two songs yesterday, and they're both incredible, but today yeah. is also his birthday. So happy birthday, oh, well, Wyatt Funderburg. You make this happen. <laughs> so we would <laughs> literally not be here were it not for you. Um, so happy birthday to Wyatt. I'm sure this won't come out for like another six weeks, but we'll mark well, time that way. <laughs> Um, I have to say if I, I, cause there are a couple of Beach Boys songs that I play often and like, they're not even like in my top ones that I listen to. They're like a totally different set of songs. Yeah. Um, one of them, this is not my pick, but one of them is, um, don't talk, put your head on my shoulder. Beautiful I think song. I could do a mean arrangement of that, but the two like really beautiful piano ballad arrangements that I love the most that I play are it's over now from adult child. And also um, uh, the other one from adult child still, I dream of it had to look at my arm cause it's tattooed <laughs> on my arm. Um, to me, those songs are kind of twins. Um, 
I think ultimately I would probably choose to do It's Over Now if we are allowed to do unreleased stuff for this album. But if we have to do released tracks, then I think I would pick Don't Talk, Put Your Head on My Shoulder. But I think It's Over Now is my favorite to play. It's my favorite to sing. And Mm. um, I love that song. And I love that album, Mm. too. We did not. It was on my list, but we didn't get to it today. Yeah. Another time. I just realized um, I was being irresponsible again because the Burkharts, we actually play I'm Waiting for the Day in our live set. So I, I would have to I'd have to do that one because wow. you know, we've, we've already learned it. So so I that would be the song. one though. So why I can take uh, Please Let Me Wonder. Please Let I'll, Me Wonder. I'll settle for I'm Waiting for the Day. <laughs> a great track off Pet Sounds. Really tough to pick a bad track off Pet Sounds. Um, can't, in fact. My least favorite. Nope. Wait, no. I've, <laughs> I'll keep it inside. I'll keep it inside. Um, oh. Okay, great. Well, we're going to make an album. I don't know when, but we're going to do it. I think that's a great date. Great timeline. I think giving us six years to get this together is perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Sometime in the next six years, Trevor and I are going to make a Beach Boys covers album with a bunch of other people. So stay tuned for that. Stay alive for that. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And otherwise, (laughs) Like I already said, thank you so so much, Trevor. Um, where where can people find you or your band? Whatever you want people to follow, where can well, they find you? Thanks for having me. First of all, it was a lot of fun. Um, nice. and then second of all, um, uh, we are the Burkharts. Uh, most of our music, well, all of our music is on Spotify and Apple Music. Pretty much wherever you listen to music, we have some music videos on YouTube that we made. Um. We have an Instagram page where we post goofy little stupid things. And we have a TikTok where we post even goofier, stupider things that we're not proud of. Um, so, yeah, any social media platform you frequent, just look us up. And, uh, you know, if you like what, you know, if you like the music, you know, um, reach out. And, you know, I'm always, always willing to talk about music and Beach Boys and Beatles stuff and, you know, whatever whatever you ever want to talk about. Because I love talking about this stuff. So um, if you like the music, reach out. And, uh I'll be glad to meet you. Thank you, Trevor. And that's true. That's how we met. So he's being honest. Um, Just reach out to him. The music is great. Definitely take a listen. Um, I think you guys will really like a lot of their stuff if you haven't heard them. But I bet a good chunk of you have already heard them because they're blowing up. They're on tour right now, the Burkharts. So um, (laughs) if I lived on the East Coast, I would go to a show, but I don't. Yes. Yes. West Coast, I will see you there. Um, but thank you so much for being on today, Trevor. And next time I I promise uh I'll do the keeping the summer alive thing because I can't wait to talk <laughs> about that album. Um and then Wyatt and I, much like our covers album that I just mentioned, I know that Wyatt and I put on the main feed that they, we were gonna do a watch along of those three Beach Boys movies and we don't have a date set, but we've talked about a time to record that. So that's also on the horizon. I promise we're doing that in case you're waiting for our Beach Boys and American Family commentary, which I'm sure you all are. Um, but otherwise, this is this has been Unhinged with Nia D'Amelio. I'm Nia D'Amelio, and I so appreciate you all for listening. And um, give my guy Trevor a, a follow and listen to his music. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much.